This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse Show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese for episode number 93, recording on Friday the 14th of July for Cheese, which is Saturday the 15th for me. Today we had Zozo on to help us talk some ish and help me tease Ben a bit. Uh, we talked Upland, went over some articles, and I do some really bad impersonations. Yes, old McMorchie's had a farm, OMFing That'll make more <laughs> sense later on. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's another Metaverse high pipe baby episode of... <laughs> the worst show ever. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. One is a wanker, one's like it stunks, one's from Australia, one's from the Bronx. Talking about the metaverse and NFTs, interviewing all the real crypto teams. Hello and welcome to the Wine and Cheese and Metaverses show. Thank you, Zoe, for that alley oop. We're here with my co host, Ben. We have Zoe in the mix. Flashbacks to work. (laughs) (laughs) We're in episode 93. Ben? The place to be, apparently. Isn't that what you said? Oh, okay. (laughs) Place to be. Place to be. Well, yeah, if you want to be here, I guess. Take it away, Ben. I wanted to All right, what are we into? <laughs> what do we start with? Um, this, the kingdoms or something? Aren't you getting attacked from all angles? Can you get me up to speed with that? I don't have my finger on that pulse whatsoever. Oh, what's what was it again? And greatest. Latest and greatest. Thing? Latest and greatest. With upland kingdoms, everybody's oh. murdering each other or something. Yeah. All right. So... Upland Kingdoms war started. War, good God, y'all! What is what is it good for? Making some updates. Actually, I've made about a good, you know, eighty thousand. I've I've known people who made over a hundred thousand updates. Um, yeah. Now that war has started, people are gonna need peasants. They're gonna need soldiers. They're gonna need food. Like, get in there. It's it's uh. It's a gold mine. It's a gold mine. Zoe, are you playing, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just loaded up all my jobs and my peasants and I'm, I'm doing my thing. I I have, like, embargo until uh, when was it? The 17th. All so right. I've got two, two days left or so before I can be attacked. <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. Let it happen. I like I, I said, you can vassalize me. 
Uh, well, I'm already vaselized. I'm Vaseline, vaselized. I don't know, maybe both. But was that bad? That was really bad. That was really bad. Sorry. <laughs> Who gotcha? Keeping cool. But mm. I think it was going to be the 57 student, and then Bacon <laughs> started attacking, and then Keeping Cool started. I don't know how I got into Keeping Cool. Because there were three people attacking me. I don't know. Do they play rock, scissor, paper after it? So I, think, see who gets it. So I think they can attack each other as well. Oh, because so, they were on the same side, though. Yeah, but I think you can still attack each other. And that's one of the, the uh, caveats that people were discussing. So, was that even if you're on a team... Like, you can still go against who you're partnered with and wind up the ultimate victor. All right. So I just wanted to experience war, right? So I fought. And and then the person who helped me asked me to help them. So I helped. And I think that's the end of my fighting. I think I'm just going to be Sweden from now on. Like, oh, I don't like you, but I'm going to sell sell to you to make some money. I like you. Maybe I'll give you a better deal, you know. Well, the people who make the most money in wars are the ones who sell to both sides. So, yeah. Absolutely. Sweden. <laughs> there's, there's no love lost between UDU members, obviously, because Keeping Cool is a UDU member. So. Oh, is he? <laughs> Damn you, bastard. <laughs> Well, okay, I'd rather be, I guess, vassaled by a, a UDU member then. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to tell people starting out, um, give yourself the three weeks to set your camp up, you know? Um, I have 17 farms now. If you want to raise anything to sell, you really do need to put a little bit of work into it. Um, you can't just get into the game and start try to start making money because then you're just going to shoot yourself in the foot uh, by making your own army or peasants starve or leave you with a Dear John letter. Dear John. <laughs> Remember that, mo that show, Dear John? No? It was a movie, wasn't it? It was a show, and it was about this guy who his wife left him and all she left him was this dear John note. And basically it's kind of like how ghosting was before the internet. Yep. <laughs> but they're actually letting you know they're leaving, which is pretty I'm, nice. I'm ducking out for some milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they would actually explain it. Like, like the whole, the, the intro song was the letter. It's like, dear John, by the time you read this letter, I'll be gone. Life goes on. Uh, something, something, and something, something. <laughs> the letter sounds really familiar. Dear, I think I've seen it. I just yeah, and I like his whole life the show itself. His the whole show is him going to this um, uh, talk group about how sad he is about losing his. Life. Sounds absolutely riveting. <laughs> it was funny. What the fuck? It was. It was weirdly funny, and I was watching it as like a little girl, like like eight nine years old. I don't sort know. of like Becca. I watched Becca when I was young, and he he always had such a dry, morbid sense of humor. But Who's Becca, I, 
Yeah, he was uh, the doctor, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Becker, yeah. It was a funny show. You must have seen that. Becker. Is it like B-E-C-C-A? B-E-C-K-E-R, I think. Oh, yeah. Becker. Becker. Yeah. Becker. Water. Becker. Water. Not water. 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 Not Becker. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> I keep forgetting you both are Australian. Yes. <laughs> we got Bogan verbiage. <laughs> All right. While we're reminiscing, maybe that's a good segue to the first kind of uplandy thing. Like, well, the second, I guess. After oh, shit. Is that, that Ted Danson? I'm so sorry. Yeah. That is him. Yeah. Wow. How you must have this? seen the show. I've never seen, seen this. It's really? funny. I think you'd really like it. Yeah. He didn't he so have? Hard. Did he have a um, secretary, and she was sharp as a whip too? She she's the lady in yes. um, that Mike M- Mike Myers movie. So I married an axe murderer. Mm. I love that movie. Yes, she was good in that too. Nice. All right. Speaking of reminiscing, now Ooh. something that's a throwback to way back when, <laughs> even before the very first. San Francisco terminals were released. That's right. There was a time when there wasn't even a San Francisco terminal. And when terminals in San Francisco were released, it was big news at the time. And people at the time spent whole mama big dollars to get in on those. Um, oh, and yeah. part, part of the deal was that they were going to get a share of revenue for all of the ticket purchases that were part of that it wasn't just going to be about the you know the visitor fees when people land on your terminal to fly away it was <laughs> you were going to get a share of the actual funds that were being created um this has been a sore point in the community for three years or yeah. more. yeah and the main discussion in the exec chief executive <laughs> was it yeah yeah i can't wait to hear what 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 tid has to say on tuesday it's so funny he was the first one i thought of Mm. And I DM'd him and I'm like, congratulations. And the That's first right. the first thing he said was, I guess, I guess what I did at the dinner was good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because he he went hard on that. Doesn't he have yeah. like terminals everywhere? Yes. He invested well and he told me his idea and what he wants to do with it. And I'm not gonna share it here, of course, because it's a secret, but it's very clever. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Like if you if you have some kind of, well, obviously I don't know what his deal is, but, you know, they have announced as part of this that we'll get into that you can run MetaVentures out of your terminal and, you know, lots of people do stupid shopping when they're at terminals and buy all sorts of shit they don't need. So <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I a good do place that. to have a business. <laughs> I'm so, like, yes. what piece of shit do I want to buy every time yes. I go flying? <laughs> yes, souvenirs to take where you're going that nobody wants. Here's some stuff to stick in your house. No, no, so, yes, no, no. Starting this month, we will officially begin implementing an UPEX earnings program for all terminal owners in Upland. This means... Players who own a terminal will now receive a portion of the UPEX earnings generated from terminal ticket sales. Hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> Better late than never. Um, it'd be nice if those terminal owners got some uh, juicy back pay. That would be 
that would be nice. But I guess ha- the terminals have changed hands so many times, it would yeah. be a bit weird on who gets what. But yes. Um, um, and also, speaking, actually, also, um, fuck. <laughs> fucking forgot now. Um, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, all right. So this is good for everybody because um, everybody's going to want people to go to their terminal, right? So everybody I could see put their fees down to the lowest amount they can. I don't think that's going to impact. What does this say here? The UPEX earnings rate will be set at 20% and will be distributed among terminal owners of the same type in their respective cities solely based on their respective terminal and parcel size. Oh. UPEX earnings will be distributed on a monthly basis during the first week of each month with the first payment. So I don't think it matters what your what your um, individual property send fee is. It's Good just going to be a divide and send out 20 percent i mean that's better than slapping a face with a dead fish but some people still like seems a bit greedy in the face with a dead fish but yeah, then again i suppose remember we got announced that royalties for nft sales like outdoor decor map assets and everything there's going to be royalties coming through finally after we've all been whinging and complaining about that so I don't expect that's going to be as high as 20%. We haven't heard any news about that as a follow-up either. So, so yeah, 20%. I guess that's quite decent, actually, when you think of the wider, you know, NFT space for kickbacks. Well, depending on the city you're in, too, depends on the amount of terminal lots yep. that there are. So yep. if you happen to be in a city where there's only four, you know, that divided up, there's there's five percent. Yep. So that's and it it can be beneficial. I wonder how it's gonna play in, you know, international versus domestic, or is it, you know, are they all like San Francisco international is its own thing, San Francisco domestic domestic is its own thing, or whether they're combined. Yeah, who knows? Well it hopefully does say based on city. So it does too, yeah. Mm. I would say it would probably each each city would probably have their own rate, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Interesting to see. Yeah. But yes, definitely um very overdue and it's good that they've followed up and got this done. And good on you, Dr. Ted, even though you've kicked up a bit of a stink and got yourself banned here, there and everywhere, at least um you're gonna <laughs> you got There's some positive results. at it because yeah, results, absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, sometimes I guess it does pay to have a big hissy fit. <laughs> and, yeah, that was the other point, MetaVentures for terminal owners. I think this is going to be huge. So those two factors combined I think is going to, like, terminal, the secondary terminal sales have always been, like, that's where some of the big money is at. You know, there's landmarks, that's big money, and then terminals are the next step down from that. This is going to... Obviously, this will have a significant impact on the secondary terminal price figures. So, yes, I don't know. I've flipped every terminal that I've I've had my hands on. I had to flip my Chicago one that I was lucky enough to win. I remember um, Abdullah purchased it. I think it was for at the time it was uh, three and a half million. Yeah. Uh and it was it was uh very good because it was you poked to good use towards Bronxdale. Yes. 
All right. Now, this is interesting here too. Like it says here, it's important to note that players will not be able to construct properties on the terminal yet, which makes sense because what what structure could you put on these terminals? These terminals are quite narrow. Most uh, of them are very thin. So what were you going to put on there? A small townhouse? That doesn't make sense. So yeah, Maybe it makes they'll sense have something. They'll have yeah, they something should new. have their own unique structure. I, I, well, so maybe... Maybe a unique structure and also some new thin uh, chode homes for. Wait, that's an chode oxymoron. Shop. What's the opposite of chode? You go twiggies. Donk. Donk. Long and skinny. <laughs> a whipcock. A twi- twiggy home. <laughs> Twig stick. Oh, and, and Joe Jones just messaged me. I let him know that I'm recording the wine and cheese. Joe, Joe Jones Pro. He told me to give him a little shout out. So shout out to Joe Jones Pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good. And yeah, it makes sense that they're going to do a custom structure for that because it would be a bit ridiculous to have townhouses on terminals. So we'll have to wait and see. It would be nice to see like little um, uh, sort of like station buildings, yeah. you know, just for terminals. Um, something that when side by side or placed together, it looks like one big station. That would ah, be cool. so that like the really terminal, cool. the terminal itself would be constructed as a, as a complete 3D building. And then you get one particular slice of that to build. Yeah, that could be one way of doing it. Or you could um, have them sort of like secular. So you've got little sections of that same building um, Mm. that you can choose from. Modular, I think you meant. Modular, modular. that's the one. Modular. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I I think that could um, create a lot of of player interest, you know, especially if they open that up to you know user generated content and designs. Absolutely. All right. What else is on the upland radar? Of course, we have the latest round of I'll bite my tongue and say MV Motors. Um, it's just what is it all? It's just all. Series two, there's no R's, there's no E's. This is just um, the cheapest there is to get currently, isn't it? But even that's, oh, no, there is some E's. 4E. What does L mean? L. Yeah, what the hell Series two, trim L. L. Don't know. 80,000, 80,000. I'm not going to touch this. Yeah, that doesn't. But our, all right, Series 4E, that's the only good one right now. Uh, li- maybe Ella's Limited? Yeah, it must be. Exclusive, limited, rare. So it's, yeah. So in my mind, the E's are the only ones that are something. But if you need a car and you don't have 100,000, I think those Series 2s, and maybe even the series four, I don't know, are decent. Because the trouble, like, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say the trouble is I think you can get pick these up now for thirty dollars US. 
Oh, yeah, well, not everybody wants to pay with U.S. Yeah, I'm a prime example of that, too, so, yeah. I don't know. I wonder why they're not doing any more um, uh, semi-truck sales or anything like that. That's the only thing that I'd be really interested in. Because, no, yeah, I think second. you're right. That's what oh, they what look like. What What do oh, the claws look like? They're just the same. But that's kind of pretty. Unless it's got the yeah. stripe on it. I don't know if this crashes. Well, I think if all the new car, like if the new cars have the stripe, they should all have it. No, that's, it doesn't. But that's a just a regular. That's, the that's just a four. four. Yeah. Oh, I love that color green. That's my favorite color green. It's so beautiful. There's the twos. <laughs> Fast forward. Sarah's four E trim. Now it doesn't have the. Yeah, that looks very basic. Strikes. That doesn't even the series four E. Where was that yellow car we saw on top? That one looked great. Yeah, that's not it. it that's was... this one, isn't it? The four E. Oh, trim. that's it. Yeah, that looks nice. Oh, it's got a black hood. I think that's the difference. Yeah, it's got a the E's have a black hood. Oh, that's cool. And that uh, where the door is, that little thing on the bottom, that looks really good on the yellow and the red. Yeah, well, if you don't have a car yet, I'm sure you'll have ample opportunity <laughs> to pick these up. So make sure you register. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I've got for Upland stuff, unless there's anything you girls have got. Um, let me see. She's pretty um slim pickings was, at the moment. Yeah, that was, was it. Just trying before the song. Find out what the L meant, but yeah, it's, it's not I like think, written down anywhere. It's got to be like Chi says because it sticks with the collection format. You know, R for yeah. rare, E for exclusive, L for limited. Yeah. And then you got your yeah. standards. Your standard um shit boxes. I love how they were like players were screaming about the um limited car sales and now like it's taking longer and longer for them to sell out and you know, they're selling for less on the secondary than what they're charging in store. So yes. I don't it's interesting. I don't think they took that long to sell though. It's just two but days and for shit cars and only because people had to wait for their turn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like but you it's... you covered it when we, I think we talked about it on the UD podcast, Chase, where they're kind of upland stand if they do. If it sells out, if it sells out in hours, everyone complains. If they sit there for days, a couple of days, everyone complains. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people complain. So they can't win. I think it's just a sign of stabilisation. Um, yep. Unless they've got hordes of new players coming in on a monthly basis, then I think the sales will stabilise and the duration will lengthen just a little bit. I still think it was a fast sale. Two days for shit cars. I'm not saying that it wasn't 
fast or decent. I think it ran its course the way it was supposed to. Um, but compared to previous sales, um, even with some of the, the lesser in-demand cars, um, they they went quite quickly too. So, Well, if they think, bring passengers and cargoes and semi-trucks, I think those would be gone. But yeah. then you still have to wait for people to take their turn. That's the whole thing with how they did it. Like, even, even if people want these cars, every person in line has a certain amount of time before they lose their spot. So you just got to yeah. go by by that as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Just looking here. I'll just bring this up quickly because it kind of speaks to what we're talking about. And yeah, Zoe's talking about, you know, we're, we're still doing all right, even though we're at the bottom of a, well, we don't know it's the bottom of, we're still well entrenched in a bear market. This is the historical upland stats. Um, it's kind of a stabilization period. I think that's, that looks pretty stable. It's a bit up and down at the end, but you're still talking about unique active wallets, 24,000 unique active wallets on the daily. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty freaking damn good. That's crazy good. I mean, it's not the highs where we had, you know, 51,000 or whatever it was, 60,000 almost in a single day. But, you know, for the longest time, we were a lot lower than that. We we're in the six, 7,000. So, <laughs> just like uh, Decentraland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're for still the there now. High. They're still 8,000 per yeah. day. So, I don't know. That seems like pretty stable building kind of. Um, it's steady growth. Trend line there. I mean, we all like to see those spikes um, stay steady, but I, I like organic steady growth, and I think this this shows that. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's quite that's quite decent for the overall general market trends that are out and about around the place. I mean, look at that. That's the yearly. We're jumping around between 19,000 and 27,000 on any given day. I don't know. <laughs> Fudsters can fud, but that seems pretty damn healthy to me. Well, on the round table that Cheese and I attended yesterday, um, it was unanimous that Upland was the better um, meta venture, pla uh, metaverse platform that you know, we'd all all experience. So it says something. Yeah. I mean, not that you wouldn't be biased at all, but, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. It's just it always comes back to being weird to me that there's still very little, you know, mainstream news notice shine on the whole thing. It's, I, I can only think, like we've covered this before, that it's because UPX isn't on an exchange that doesn't have that extra market dynamic. So, which as we've covered extensively, that's a good thing for everybody that's on board. But, you know, one day we'll get our moment in the sun. One day. Wait. And that could always change too in future. What is yeah. your like idea? They might oh, want to put it on a blockchain. Well, is, is that what you meant by moment in the sun, Ben? Putting it on a blockchain? 
No, I just mean like mainstream attention. Like, hey, have a look at this thing that everyone's been working on, building on for the last four years that nobody's heard of, nobody knows about. You know, because I don't want it on a blockchain, to be honest. No, neither do I. Yeah. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I just watched a, a movie with almost the exact same story. Um, no main media platforms want to take it on. Um, it's called Silence of Freedom. And mm. yeah, it's pretty heavy. Mel Gibson has been uh, marketing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, it, is, it is definitely well worth the watch. There is nothing um visually graphic in it or anything like that and i can't wait till it comes to australia but it's Mm. limited series no main media like it's what does it have to do with blockchain (laughs) just similar situation just the Um, vibe the the lack of mainstream media for something that really should be getting the attention the child trafficking yeah oh Downers, downers. <laughs> Let's yes. give us some up, up, uppers. <laughs> well, there is some good news. Um, we have been talking about that Ripple was in that uh, XRP was in yes. that um that uh, litigation with the SEC. Well, they won their case. They so did. How about that? They did, and I have a song for this. All right, go for it. Catch a falling knife and put it in your pocket. Don't get cut. People getting into this now are going to get cut. The time to get in was yesterday, the day before yesterday, the day before that. You cannot catch this knife. No. So don't. Unless you're going to hold long term and you have plans or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. There's no plans. There's only Zool. Yes. XRP is 100% bump. Pump barely enough to cover losses. Yeah, yes. but scroll out. It's the whole market. So. Yeah, wait till it falls. Wait till it drops. Wait till it stabilizes. And then wait till it starts moving up again slightly. That's when you get in. Yeah, that there'll be... And like they've Not won this, so obviously there's a whole other news cycle to come after that. So yeah, you buy before the news cycle. Not that it's financial <laughs> advice. You got to do your own research etc but yeah in a stunning turn of events xrp won a significant legal battle against the us sec the securities and exchange commission with the court ruling that the company's xrp token is not a security the verdict widely celebrated in the crypto community triggered a swift price surge for xrp which at one point pumped an impressive 100 percent yeah if that had have gone the other way poor mama that would have been um that would have just opened a massive can of worms so if you're in the crypto space, even though there's a lot of XRP haters, I've got a little bag myself just for, you know, long-term speculation. I what don't do really they hate about making money on a pump? How can you hate that? Like, who cares about what you're trading as long as it oh, makes it's that you whole money? centralized, decentralized thing that people get their nose out of joint about. But yeah. Yes, if it had gone the other way, that would have been very bad for the wider community as a whole. So even if you're a XRP hater, you should celebrate this one. Um, price 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 the court ruling is undoubtedly a significant milestone for ripple and could potentially change the game for xrp if this legal victory can instigate sustained buying interest particularly from institutional investors it might set the stage for a longer term value increase for xrp yeah blah 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 what's this shiba inu not invited Take oh, shiba inu not invited 
Why? No. What? Okay, in the midst of... I said, take it away. That's your Oh, point. I didn't hear you. I'm so... <laughs> I'm I didn't hear it either. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just asking Sully for some peanut butter and jelly. All right. Um, and then... I keep eating my hair. In the midst of a broader cryptocurrency market rally, catalyzed by Ripple's significant victory against the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, woo woo, one coin to rule them all. No, I'm just kidding. One coin is noticeably lagging behind. That's right. The tide raises all sails. Right. So, like, and totes. And totes. Turds. Remember we. Oh, turds. Oh, stop. All right. Sheep, the popular Mimi token, has not quite managed to ride the wave of optimism sweeping across the crypto sphere. But that's true. Yeah. Like, I wonder why. You don't like my theatrics? No, I just mean the way they've written that. It's hilarious. Sweeping across the crypto sphere. Yeah, it's very theatrical. Yes, um, many digital assets witnessed notable jumps, feeding into the broader market rally. However, Shiba News growth has been relatively modest in comparison. Well, maybe that's that's good news if you still want to buy your bag of Shiba. Um, Ethereum hits 200. I wonder what's that actually done at the risk of my lappy crashing. Let's just have a quick look here. I think when we covered the crypto markets in the ED podcast, the global market cap was one2 one, 1.2, it's still 1.2 trillion. Bitcoin dominance has dropped. It was 50%. That's down to 48.6%, which makes sense. If some of these um other coins are starting to pump, people pull out of Bitcoin to have a crack. Um, Ripple is, yeah, that's quite a healthy jump there. Um, where's old mate Shib? It's usually at the bottom here somewhere. Shib, 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 Shib. You know what's funny? So Robinhood yep. said that they couldn't um they couldn't sell Solana and Matic anymore, but you could still buy ETH and SHIB. Well, that is weird. What's right? This? That's very weird. What's this? Why is that not showing me the chart? Come on, donkey, come on. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> I always think of Shrek. <laughs> That's why I do try I'm a to noble avoid. steed. Don't get. <laughs> oh, stop. It's a reminder to myself of why I don't try and click on live links in the middle of the show. Is it going to load? Yes, it's it is. going to load. Oh, That's that shitty one. Well, there you oh, go. There goes the pump. pump. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a pump there. 15th. So that must have come in after the news article then. But then Actually, obviously. Yeah. That right there is a falling knife. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's coming up. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. And then um, it's coming but... back up again. So that's that's where you got to look. You see that ladder going down? You bastard. <laughs> sorry. I keep jumping around. <laughs> trying to get to the scroll, Eddie. Well, so that's the, on the monthly. The three. <clears throat> three reds down there yeah one year it's a uh oh my god you're making me dizzy sorry we'll do one more <laughs> scroll right out and most of the charts look exactly like that 
Yeah. So you're talking about you're arguing about fractions of a percent when you know real realistically you're down a. Well, if you if you bought out from there, sure, but many people make their money on fractions of a percent, and you could see if you go back to uh, seven days, you'll see the um. Go to a month. All right, so this is an upside down head and shoulders which is good. A head and shoulders is bad, but an upside down one, it's like shoulder, head. Oh no, this is an actual, uh, this is an actual head and shoulders actually. So yeah, don't buy in yet. <laughs> Are you expecting a downturn? A, a downturn, yeah. yeah. That's going to just drop like cray cray. Let's see if I'm right. Well, yeah, well, whenever you see a big fat green one like that, it's, you got to, yeah. you got to, take a good long hard look at it yeah so you see that first lump that's the shoulder then the head then the shoulder and then it usually goes up again and then poof falls off the cliff yeah then you got to fill that gap yes of course none of that's financial advice yes speculation (laughs) speculation for your ass but in general terms, yeah, that is very good news because the alternative would have been very bad. Now, you found this next one. There's so many of these articles coming out at the moment. The metaverse is dead, blah, 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 blah. The metaverse is dead. The metaverse is officially dead. Now it can finally be built. What? Um. Well, yeah, no, it gets into that, but it reminds me of that Flight of the Concord song. The humans are dead and the robots taken over. They're like, the humans are dead. The humans are dead. I can't believe you say the metaverse is dead. And so you gotta be a flight of the Concords fan. I keep this fan keeps putting the hair in my mouth. All right. Let's see. Meta Vice President Vishal Shah gets rid of the metaverse in an interview, sort of. This is the best thing that could happen to the metaverse. So I'm speculating, because that's all I read, that. Everybody, you know, the first time you really try something, you put you you throw in the kitchen sink, you know, plunger, the microwave, you kind of throw in everything you can to see what sticks and you make a lot of mistakes. Right. So I'm thinking he is referring to all the mistakes people already made and are now learning from. So ask 10 people what the metaverse is and you'll get an average of three entirely different answers and seven blank (laughs) looks. That sounds about right. (laughs) The metaverse was introduced with much fanfare and bold rebranding as the meta market fad. This resulted in a wild frenzy of we are in the metaverse proclamations from all directions and businesses. Ronnie Abovitz, who failed with Magic Leap, is tinkering with his X first. Why is everything X? You, it's a sexy letter. It is a sexy, <laughs> it is a sexy letter. In which there are supposed to be gradations, gradations, what the fuck are gradations of sentience and autonomy. Sony surprisingly believes in the metaverse as an intense entertainment experience. Take it away, Zoe. Um, Microsoft's Nadella sees the physical and virtual worlds merging, primarily in the area of business 
applications. Oh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce NVIDIA. That. There we go. Jensen Huang sees the metaverse. Cheesy. NVIDIA. Calls I do not know the best video card, graphics video card business company name. NVIDIA. I don't. I don't build computers. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't play Can on play computers. Vid- oh, that's right. You're a console girl. All right. Yeah. My 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 condolences and apologies. I'm an Xbox chick. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an overlay on the physical world that will merge areas as such as social gaming and industry. Yeah, buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. According to Jason Rubin, people will only need to leave the metaverse for basic needs. People will only need to leave the metaverse for basic needs, but will spend their entire work and life in it, even getting married. Yeah, I see this. I see. All right, this is my vision. You wake up, you put on your augmented reality glasses, and you go to work. Right. Anywhere you go in the future, you will be in the metaverse working and socializing, networking, um, playing. And then we'll be integrated. Yeah, you got it. Then you got to go eat and then you got to go poop. (laughs) And then you go back on into your augmented virtual reality or virtual reality or both. Think free guys. Yeah, it's it's a well. Obviously, you know, there's certain jobs that that can't just can't apply to. But yeah, for the for the a large swathe of the community, including all of the jobs that are yet to be even created. But if if the metaverse, well, I guess it's going to cover both, isn't it? But if if you're in a headset and in the metaverse all day long for your nine to five grind, are you going to want to continue onto that after you've had your dinner and what are you going to sit jump back in addiction is real and it's something new and, and if i can i can i'm sorry sorry i can no no i can play my video games for a whole weekend and not notice where the day went i can see this yeah yeah that's... and if you're spending the bulk of your time in the metaverse working then there's there's bound to be like uh leisure or social aspects that you want to you're going to want to get to afterwards mm. wasn't it was it lieutenant dan that we had on from the x nft he, he was talking about how you know he's a game developer who's been in that space for a long time but he doesn't actually play games i, th- I think that's that's not uncommon because he's is with me yeah. personally yeah. <laughs> yes interesting life. I think when you develop those sorts of things, you run out of time to be able to game. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I find... Sorry, finish your thought. I find that the busier I get with um, my moxie, the the less time I seem to have to be able to actually game. Yeah. Or even read. I like to read books and I can't do that at the moment. Well, it's it's becomes very mentally consuming. I know when I was doing game development, it's even in your downtime. If I was at my real life job, you you 
you kind of on autopilot, but your mind's thinking, well, how am I going to fix that bug or how am I going to crack that code? And you get home and you smash it out. And yeah, so it is a very, I think it's because it's so that that kind of things is so very mentally stimulating. The, you, you need a break away from it. Maybe you so. do, maybe you don't. I, I see it as my um, second wind in life, mm. really. Like I used to art all the time and then I stopped and like I I was really depressed and like now as soon as I wake up I start working like I I, I have my stocks of course but I start working on um my art projects that I have to turn in I have something with Ablandia I have something with somebody I can't say yet you know I have stuff with Avalon the Druids I have stuff with my own thing I have meta ventures that require my art like it's never ending and i love it yeah i love it like for me it's chaotic beauty <laughs> chaotic beauty nice. and i'm grateful for it like i could see ben someone like you who enjoys the outdoors but then what about the people who don't yeah well it's the one thing about the metaverse that's gonna be there's a as i think i I mentioned before, there's going to be a flavor for everybody. Uh huh. And you you make it you make of it what you will, whether that be your own community that you create or getting involved with other communities and whatnot. So yeah, there's there's room for all of the above. Agreed. Um, what's it going to say here? However entertaining that may be to read in summary, it's tiring to hear it in countless variations every day. After all, no one has yet come up with a definition that the world could agree on particular interests in competitive thinking have turned the idea of the metaverse into a cake that everyone bakes for themselves. Yes. And sells as the only true cake. Yeah. That has some truth to it. Those who see parallels to organized religions are not too far off. Yeah. I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cults. Yeah. Ben, we have a cult. Not to say that it's a bad thing, you know, it's everyone everyone has their own kind of brands or things that they narrow into focus into. So yeah, that makes sense. And it, it also reminds me of that shot. I'm, I'm a big movie buff um, in uh, with the one with Will, Will, Will Ferrell, where he's an elf. He's an elf. That's the name of the movie elf. And he takes the girl, he takes, he blindfolds and he brings her to this best cup of coffee in the world <laughs> she's like oh he's like well how is it yes <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so cute every metaverse platform today <laughs> yes 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 you're right yep but now this is officially over also because meta has gone into turtle mode in its rather unclear marketing of the metaverse for now the triumph of artificial intelligence intelligence certainly had something to do with the change in strategy uh in an interview with old mates he buried the metaverse the metaverse hype is dead yeah i, I, I think that is true no that i don't true. i don't believe the, that at all i think maybe for companies yeah i think the hype is the important point. You don't, you don't have all of these FOMO speculators who aren't interested in the actual tech or whatever. They just want to pump their bags. Ah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, 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 like Zuck. 
Like yeah. first he wants this, then he wants this, then he wants this, and it's a hype. Yeah, it's all high horse. Chasing he the shiny, shiny. <laughs> doesn't know what he wants. Yes. The 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 oh. the letters L F G are now so disgusting to me after previous projects I've been in. <laughs> oh well, green green fuckheads ruined that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's LFG? Let's fucking Let's go. Let's fucking go. Ah, Let's go, right. bro. <laughs> High five. Butt slap. Ooh, hey, ooh, sir. Ooh. Hey, sir. Yeah, it's fucking shit. Now I'm the same. Every time I say that, I'm like, yeah, okay. Mental note. Back away. Back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if I see LFG anywhere, I'm out. <laughs> yes, leave your LFG comments. In the comments. Yes. <laughs> I love our viewers. I love you guys. Do it. LFG. Yes. Let's let all right. We let's change it. Um, oh my god, I got something, but it's really bad. How about it? It's worst show ever. We got no expectations. You say it. Oh god. It must be good. I'm in chess screen. Let's fuck goats. I think you're um I think you're letting slip your fantasies again there. Oh. You can always rock and roll. All right, oh wait, all right, all right. So let's say a challenge. We'll think of something. I have no idea what the hell we're gonna give away. Maybe an NFT, maybe just a pat uh, on the back, a hug, who who knows? A mystery gift, mystery prize <laughs> for anyone that comes up with a good, a better acronym for <laughs> "Let's fuck goats." In the comments, <laughs> we'll win. <laughs> Let's feast on gonads. Yeah, who knows? Come up with something. Yes. So it says the hype is dead. Race. Sorry. <laughs> it says the hype is dead. Um, so. It talked about rebuilding here. So what's where's it going to go? So it says, focus on the needs of the users and with a communication strategy, it's going to explain the point of the metaverse because without picking people up in their real life and giving them a comprehensible answer to the question, why do I need the metaverse? This idea will never work. Well, the key in this is that when it first mentioned that thing, if you ask 10 people on the street and three of them will give you a different answer and seven will have no clue. The key there isn't the three that will give you the different answer. The key is getting the seven who've got no idea. It's getting them up to speed with it and yeah, them on them board. Clue. Yeah, exactly. Why do I need the metaverse? To make money. How do you make money? What a metaventure in Upland. How do you get a metaventure in Upland? Oh, boy. <laughs> Are we going to crack that? Are we going to crack that can? Angie <laughs> crack cans and Ben don't care. We well, kind a of small fee, I can help onboard you. <laughs> there you go. We kind of had it before we press record on this show that year. They there has been apparently Uplands they're continually trying to improve the MetaVenture application process, the onboarding of that. However, the current system extreme it, it seems to be extremely biased towards people who have recently applied. Uh, there's people that have seven, eight MetaVentures all approved at once um, because they've applied just recently. And there's other people that have been left hanging like cheese for months and months and months, waiting, waiting. Even people that have said yeah, they've got the email, your MetaVenture is approved, and they're just waiting for it to actually open. 
And then, of course, you don't even get told that it's open. It's just somebody like Nubex who tracks all of that says, hey, congratulations. And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so if they're having you, a meeting, Nubex. yeah, if they're having a meeting to improve MetaVentures, um, it's a bit concerning that them having a meeting to improve it is news at all because there's a lot to be improved and that should just be a big, it should be written in bold in the freaking Upland whiteboard. Fix yeah. MetaVentures. I've never gotten an, an email for any of the showrooms I was approved for. It was yeah. just Nubex congratulating me. <laughs> I'm like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> and so, yeah, and we're getting on to almost a year that we've had items submitted to be approved for outdoor decor map assets. Um, yeah, yeah, I was told I was approved for the More Cheese Pixel Palace factory months ago. Yeah. And I didn't even know this. And like, I don't even see anything there. I'm not able to use it. Like, and I, <clears throat> I really do wish that they fix it for the current people in the map acid thing, because it's like, imagine I come in to the mix and, um, it's like, my fucking camera's being stupid. And it's like, oh, cheese is here. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes this works. Trying to refocus. Yeah, well, look at look at Samurai Aquatics and Decor. We we had a bunch of items approved early on. We did that big, massive promotions. Buy ten of our, buy a full set of the ten piece set, and you're going to get this special bonus monument for free. Well, we submitted that monument. It's got to be close to a year ago. Oh God, at least we've not received any information that oh, it hasn't been approved yet because this needs to be fixed. It's just in. Who knows in where? In who knows hands? It's probably mm. gathering dust in somebody's forgotten hard drive somewhere. So I don't know. Really are they having meetings to improve MetaVentures? Well, I hope to cross they are because, as I said, there's a lot to be improved. I don't want to get – here's here's how I deal with stuff. Like you say you're going to do something. I'm an action person. Um, I don't believe it till I see it. So yep. I'll wait and reserve my judgment. You know, a fun fact. My glasses, I don't know what the hell's wrong with my nose, but they always go from here to here. And then I push them way too far onto my face and I get eyeball smudges. Like you see me constantly cleaning my glasses because this eyeball juice is on there. I don't have <laughs> that juice. problem because I've got a massive nose. So I have the opposite problem. Yeah, Maya's the same. I'm always looking at her glasses like, what, did you fall over in the mayonnaise jar or something? <laughs> that's just freaking covered in eyeball oh, slime. Yeah. But that's different. No, I you see me, I'm cleaning. I constantly have my cleaning cloth. Don't yes. dox Maya. <laughs> Poor Maya. Yes. Maya, he's doxing you. <laughs> he's been doxed for ages. <laughs> She's put up with me for 17 years, I think. She, she's, I know. Happy she anniversary. Thank you very much. Yeah, they just had a 17 Congrats. years. 15 years was the anniversary, but I think I think we've been together for 17. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not religious, so I don't really believe in marriage. So for me, it's when you met. Um, I, even though I'm married. <laughs> Christmas Eve, December 2005, I believe we met. But we were just mates for months and months and months yeah yeah Sully and I were mates for two years before we even yes. but he was he was flirting with me I don't I don't pick up subtle hints so 
I just thought he was really friendly. Ay, ay, ay. indeed. Ay, ay, ay. Right. Is the metaverse dead? No. Is the metaverse hype dead? Uh, in certain circles, sure. But, yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere, and I think we share the same opinion on that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Now, is this, I think you found this one too, didn't you? UK bill on online safety should apply in the metaverse, says lawmakers. Yeah. The, read that first sentence. It was so hilarious. That's the only sentence I read. <laughs> Several I'll see if I can do it in a pommy accent. Lords. Yes, please, please. Oh, no, if I try and do a pommy, it does a kiwi. It's okay. Just (laughs) let it come out. Let it come out. Several met. No, see, I go straight kiwi. I don't know how to do it. Several members. That's kiwi. I don't know. Zoe, you got a pommy accent? I don't think so. What is a pommy Um, accent? Like like, uh, uh, old school British. uh, That's more cockney. That's usually dive into the cockney side. Several of the members of the House of Lords voiced concerns about children's online activities in legislation aimed at regulating anything communicated by means of internet service. Well, you went posh. I like it. Yeah, I love that. House House of Lords. High-end British. (laughs) Yes. Apologies to all our English listeners. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Anything communicated by means of an internet service. I guess that makes sense. Several members of the House of Lords voiced concerns about children's online activities. Legislation name. Yeah. Um, I did hear, it might have been on the radio as I was driving to work. There's, um, in Australia, we have like kids helpline and things like this. Like if it's promoted as like a mental health well-being thing. If you've got any issues, whether it be at school, home or whatever, you call Kids Helpline and there's counsellors to help, you know, guide you through things. They're getting bombarded by children as young as seven and eight years old who are being cyberbullied. Um, so it is a massive problem. Like, I don't know, it's I tricky. Think- like, yeah, Zoe? I think some of the onus is on parents, though. Like, Absolutely. I'm not saying don't put these these um, uh, barriers and limitations and rules in um, because it's protection. But yeah. I do believe a lot of it is onus on the parents. Like, yes. my kids don't engage with devices unless myself or their dad are present. Mm. Um we monitor who they're talking to and what the content of that is. We we limit the headset use to safe and trusted people. Um, even like Roblox and that sort of thing, like because yeah. there is a huge predatory aspect of Roblox and Minecraft, um, it's, it's really, really important for parents to be aware. Um, impose those those time the screen time limitations and and really monitor what's going on have those parental controls in place people yes can i ask how old your kids are i have a 16 year old an 11 year old and a 10 year old yeah so i've got a 9 11 and 13 so you've got the similar plus the the opposite end yeah we've we've tried to give our kids as much freedom 
as possible, but we have certain, you know, limitations and that sort of stuff as well. Uh, what horrifies me is like, and as parents, we're no angels for this as well. Like certain situations. Yeah. We would give our three-year-old a phone here. We're trying to eat in a restaurant, just freaking shut up for five minutes so we can eat our dinner and then we can get out of here. But you go around the supermarkets now and you see um, literally babies with tablets in front of them. They, <laughs> yeah, literal babies yeah. tapping away, playing God knows what. It's yeah, that's yeah. a bit that's a bit scary. But again, you know, kids like um, my son Keanu, he was just fascinated by devices from an early age, and he'd play like his little Nintendo. He'd play on Mario or something on his Nintendo, but it was in very short bursts. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's tough oh. because. All of the all of the world is headed this way. Like the jobs your kids and my kids are probably going to have are going to be in the digital space. So you can't you can't protect them from it entirely. So yeah, I think this is good that there needs to be some kind of baseline kind of laws to work off or whatever. Well, I didn't never never had real device issues uh, with my eldest until she hit high school and got a phone, yeah. um, and then it all hit, yeah. and then. My son, um, if I was to leave him unattended, he would literally game 12 hours straight, yep. would only leave the, the console to fulfill bodily functions. Basic so, functions, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, so I've, I've really got to limit him. And my middle child, she has uh, a really nice balance. She reads books and she does other things, so she's not so device-driven. But sure. she's really, really business savvy. She's she's learned how to make Robux on uh, Roblox. So, nice. yeah, she's yeah. she's raking it in. <laughs> and it's it's tricky because you want to encourage that entrepreneurial spirit. But yeah, there was there was this uh, video going around of this little boy in his sleep, like going like this. And his, oh, you saw no. that, didn't you? Oh, you didn't see that? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And the parents were like really distraught over it. And and he was crying in his sleep while he was doing this. And he must have been Whoa. like two years old. Uh baby. That's well, it makes sense. Like back in the day when I was a skatehead and we used to do sleepovers at mates' house. So there was one of our mates who used to have skateboarding dreams. He was doing kickflips and all sorts of stuff, and his sleep was hilarious. So, you know. My sister was a ninja. Kind of yeah. <laughs> you know, if you ever shared a bed with my sister, she she would kick the shit out of you. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> right, so what does it actually say here? Legislation aimed at regulating certain internet internet services in the United Kingdom should cover activities in the metaverse, according to members of the House of Lords. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Members in the House debated whether the online safety bill would cover certain harmful content users could come across in a virtual environment like the metaverse. Many lawmakers considered how regulations could address ghastly stuff, according to member Laura Finlay. Bah, bah, bah. The metaverse should not be beyond the scope of the bill and nor should the environments created by it, said team member Clement Jones. If we do, do not include that kind of provider environment in its scope, we will fail our children and vulnerable adults and, we'll be f and we will be falling down on the job. Yeah. The tricky thing is how do you go about that? 
Yeah. Yeah. While maintaining people's um, autonomy and privacy and everything. Yeah. And, you know, their respect to make their own decisions. And, you know, is it is it is it going to go the way of China where it's extremely that they extremely limit the access to certain sites, devices, opportunities, even, you know, famously everyone says that the TikTok algorithm in China is completely different to the TikTok algorithm that they send to the rest of the world. The Supposedly the TikTok algorithm focuses on science and sporting achievements and positive things in China, whereas everywhere else it's throwing egg at random people on the street. Well, yeah, um, there's two different apps, three if you include their dance app because they keep their dance stuff separate to all their educational stuff. Um, But, yeah, they really focus on micro-learning with their platform and we we get to just throw pasta at the walls, see what what sticks Mm -hmm. and what becomes viral and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very different. But I think TikTok is a tool just like any other platform. So yeah, if absolutely. you are actively searching for educational material and you're cross-checking the people you're following, because that's really, really important, they need to be who they say they are, um, especially if you're following doctors and nutritionists and, you know, scientists and molecular biologists and all the rest of it, like they need to have the credentials. So always cross-check that. But I actively search for educational content um, just so that I'm not being bombarded with mindless entertainment bullshit. Yeah. It's, I like mindless it's, entertainment bullshit. That, that's the trap. <laughs> that, every, that's the trap. Every, every night I'm on Twitter and I'm just laughing my ass off. And it's just a yeah. great fucking escape because it's like, I don't yeah. know. It just makes me forget about everything else and I'm distracted. Yeah. It's nice. There's a reason I, I everyone loves too. a car crash. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and then the trouble is that once once people who are content creators the, the numbers speak for themselves. Like if you put a video together where you're doing, you know, some here's how I'm a crame, some freaking thing to give to my mum as a present, you know, that'll get a certain amount of views. But if you go and throw an egg at some random person on the street and they fall over and hit the head and cry, that's going to get, you know, 10 bazillion more views. Well, then you think, well, shit, I better make more content like that. Australia's Funniest Home Videos was uh, one of the highest ranking TV shows for years because of it. And it was always about the nut shots and things like that. That was always the funniest shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. What does it say here? Does it go on to say the crux of the argument from many members of the UK Parliament was based on the bill applying to anything communicated by means of an internet service? Well, that's tricky because people connect to the internet via their fridge, via everything nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, you could, you could <laughs> instead of putting some coins in a coin machine, now you can do it. Well, actually, you could do that in Japan and Finland already years ago but now you can actually pay with credit card or your phone click there's smart fridges where it monitors you know your stock of milk and it'll just order it for you that's awesome. <laughs> when you get to a certain point that's it's crazy how far hey, that hey, stuff's going we're, be- we're becoming the Justin soon yes absolutely there so. there was this story of a young girl who had a 
phone taken off her and then she had her laptop taken off her and then it was the gaming console that got taken off her and then she lost access to the fridge because somehow, I don't know how she worked it out, but she managed to post to her social media through the fridge. Wow. That's what I mean. Kids, (laughs) kids. The kids that have the we we didn't grow up with this stuff. This is something that came along when we we're in our teens, when our you know brains were pretty much yeah. fully formed almost. But these kids have grown up with it, so yeah. yeah, their level of sophistication with these devices and what they can do is next level. So yeah, that's crazy. Wow, where does it end? Where does it end? Bridge. <laughs> Yes. It'll be like the talking toaster in Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Smart God. Smart toilet. You can't ban kids from going to the toilet. So what do you do? <laughs> Eventually, we'll all have a Jarvis in our house. Yes. You have to put in a sprinkler system in the bathroom. So when they've been in there for far too long, the sprinkler system goes off. They'll probably just sit in there with that, though. Oh, yeah. They'll put up with it. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Um, you two girls might have to take over this next article for a while because I got to go. And speaking of a sprinkler system, I got to go and use mine. <laughs> All right. Just take your video off, or we're gonna have to answer to some uh, Google bylaws. <laughs> that that'll be YouTube bylaws. That'll be the uncut show. <laughs> All right. What's the next article? First, metaverse architecture. Biennial architecture by architecture B converges global meta creators to reshape virtual realm. So yeah, I had I found this article as well. Um I'm not for this. Like, like look at this. All right. Converging design and technology. Dirt space, metancy, and worlds present the inaugural metaverse architecture. B, titled Presence of the Future, set amid the surreal virtual realms of Decentraland and Worlds from the 21st to the 24th of September. The event will bring together creators from the globe to delve into the transformative power of architecture and design in reshaping the future of Web3 and the metaverse. Now, when they say bring together creators across the globe, do they mean corporations like like high-end creators or do they mean the regular people that use the generated content so like i i i'm a big community fan i love community i want to buy most of my stuff in upland from the community um that's why i love the level two i love that upland is giving community a chance to create the fun for upland right so i I love that i will support that all the time so exhibiting participants include hwkn killer design lava plp atrium sumim ham spaces dow da prisma like are these who are these creators of all levels further have the chance to exhibit alongside them by submitting their concepts and visualizations. All right. So creators of all levels have the chance to be with these really important designers. 
Now, if you scroll down, this yep. does not look like anything I want to be in. It looks like a kid took a crayon and scribbled. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and they're, they're calling that like a sculpture. It's a metric arty sculpture. farty. It's arty farty and yeah. I'm not into it. What's well, Decentraland, I believe. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So Decentraland and Worlds can keep can keep those hoity toity people. Like, have you ever heard of Decentraland coming out with anything community created? Like Upland? Because I haven't. No. It's Decentraland, most of the stuff that we've covered on Decentraland has been like some sex toy company is doing yeah. a thing. And you go over and you think, oh, this will be a bit of fun. You go over there, there's like one person in there at best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one person. It's just headline generations. And that's all part of that hype machine. So yeah, I, yeah. I think there's very little substance there because there's no community built. You know, without community, there is no substance. So now this is stupid. Part over the course of four day festival, participants will have the opportunity to traverse with pavilions curated by the industry's top designers. The, why are they the top designers? Because they pay a lot of money to be, as well as attend talks, lectures, and interactive performances. In addition, they will have the opportunity to discover cut and edge solutions tailored for business operating within the metaverse. That's good. That's cool. That's cool. Like something that they can actually use, you know? Yeah. They could take I'm that and then come to Upland. Yeah, it's it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I mean, we want these we want these kind of businesses to get in and on board with the metaverse and have a good experience and think, okay, this is something we're going to divert, uh, you know, divert more funds towards or push more funds towards. But is Decentraland the platform for that? There's as as we said, there's there's no community there really, as far as I'm aware. So it's kind of hollow and hypeish. You know what though? I think maybe. Decentraland, since it's so expensive, can purchase these big companies to do this stuff. And, and the companies really don't care as long as they're getting paid. And that's, you know what, let them keep it because I'd rather have, I'd rather have people like Elijah or people like, like, like Blue Rain or Shaq or, uh, you know, innovators in, in Upland or just Jack, like just, and, and Zoe, just like create this for me. Like, I'd rather see what's in their heads, people I know, and I, I talk to on a daily basis, people I see every day in my metaverse creating these instead of like hoity-toities. Yeah, you, you've been about, about that for a while, wanting to support, you know. Yeah. The regular folks rather than the big companies, but we kind of need the big companies in there to get the exposure as well. So we it's, do, it's we do, but I don't know. And uh, there's just... two very clear paths that both Decentraland and Upland have taken, and one is very community based, where it's yes. all well, maybe not all user generated content, but a good portion of it is, and they good listen portion. to us, yeah, and um. Decentraland seems to be uh, developed and aimed towards like corporate higher society and corporate, yeah, corporate and brands. Yeah. yeah. And Sandbox is exactly the same. Like you look at Sandbox, the overview of the map, it's basically just a giant 
flex advertising platform. There's other things associated with it, of course, but yeah. And what does it say? He anticipated to attract over 50,000 visitors and boasting the participation of 10 pioneering architecture firms. The event will, will offer an opportunity to connect, collaborate, and co-create the future of architecture and design within the digital realm. Okay, that's fair enough. No, I don't 50, like 50,000 visitors? <laughs> 50,000 visitors. realistic? No, no. No. Four-day festival, 50,000 visitors, um, 10,000 a day. Even if they got 50,000 visitors, that's stupid low. That's dorky low. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tricky. In anything metaverse, you're not talking big numbers, really. There's no real mainstream numbers I to bet be had you anywhere. They would attract more people, more technology people, especially if they made their stuff more community-based and and easier to get into like i don't know and affordable yeah well yeah easy to yeah absolutely all right we covered up on that one that was my here we go yeah look at that (laughs) that gives me vertigo Someone's eating a roll of toilet paper and projectile vomited. <laughs> well, that's kind of Decentraland cool. teepeed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> 21st Ooh. to 24th of September. Yeah. Thumbnail picture with all of us with TP on our faces. Nice. That could be interesting. <laughs> TP for my bonghole, 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 bonghole. <laughs> I, intru- I introduced my kids to Cornholio a while back, and Maya was like, what the hell is this? But I even had her laughing her head off. Cornholio, that's uh, Beavis, right? <laughs> yes, that's, he's the best. Cornholio. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Get the shadow then. <laughs> An oldie bit of goodie, Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hong Kong International Airport launches Metaverse. So the Metaverse is dead, but look at this. International Airport's launching their own Metaverse? What? That's pretty cool. Like, imagine one day you're in um, Upland and you head over to the airport <sighs> in your area and you book flights and you get ah. discount codes for booking them in Upland. Yeah. Make it happen. Tie it in with the real world connection. Absolutely. Yeah. So together with JC Ducuz, Transport Hong Kong International Airport has announced the launch of its first metaverse. The campaign kicked off on July the 6th and runs through August 31st, offering brands an immersive virtual world through which they can engage international visitors and local travelers. JC what? JC what? Uh, What was it? JC Ducuz. (laughs) I like that. No, no, no. That's perfect. The, no, I like the way you said the cause, and you put the accent there too. The, the details. Airport users will be able to enjoy games powered by Web3 at corresponding booths. Visitors oh. can pass through three different scenes the departure hall, Skybridge, and the boarding gate to uncover the instructions for various games. I love it. I don't know about you, but when I'm at an international airport, especially with kids in toes, the last thing on my mind is using a device to chew up my battery. I'm usually oh, stressed out of my mind thinking but the kids the kids stuff. could do it and leave you alone yeah. while you're trying to think they're not yeah. dad 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 
Dad, Chris. Next Chris. minute, my battery's flat. Well, you got a 10-hour flight. Suck it up, buttercup. They have chargers <laughs> all over airports everywhere, Ben. Yes, they do now. Even on the one of the planes, the plane we got to Japan had USB chargers on it. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. The why, by gamifying the air- airport environment, the transport operator is hoping to provide visitors with a new way to immerse themselves in a virtual world and engage with brands like them. Well, absolutely. It's about gamifying boring, dreary stuff. And, you know, PoApps can come into play with this as well. There's, there's a whole angle of things that can be done. I just thought of something, and it's so random and off course, but I have to say it. You know it's how not about people- goats again. Not about goats. It's about eyeballs, though. So <laughs> imagine, you know, you know how people get all this work done to themselves to look different and this, this and that. I see a new trend where they have the side blinking eyelids like the, the reptile people so that people will get extra skin put underneath their current eyelids. And whenever they blink, all four sides blink. Wouldn't that be so cool? People do it. Not financial advice. Or you get a tongue extension, like so a gecko, you can just wash your eyeball with your tongue. Oh, I can wash my glasses like that. Hands-free. That would have some uh, other potential possibilities as well. Zoe! Not not bedroom advice, do your own research. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that trending because of all the uh, reptile people news in the news. Yes. Oh, you saw the lady? Yeah. Yeah. Now they're trying to find her and there's a big conspiracy on Twitter that nobody can find this woman. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she was the reptile. It's like as as a flip the switch. I saw the response from the guy who was accused of being a reptile. (laughs) That was that was pretty good. What did he say? He was goading her and shit. He, he was muttering stuff under his breath and he oh, didn't think that she could shit. hear it and she could and it made the whole situation so much worse. Was he Australian? Like he, that he sounds like much... something an Australian would do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this this thing, but this other guy was trying to get like money and notoriety, his 15 minutes of fame, because he said the guy looked back at him and winked, winked at him. And then he, he said when he winked, it was a sideways wink. Oh, so, okay, so we've all seen different parts of this story because <laughs> yeah. the, the guy who got accused actually said that he winked at one of the dudes behind him. Yeah. He was <gasps> chuckling. He was chuckling along. So he did actually wink at him. He is a reptile. He <laughs> is a reptile. Or he's just a shit-stirring content creator that wants to be famous on TikTok. You know, it's. Well, the guy, who, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun. Love a That's good sick. reptile story. Hell yeah. Sorry. A good reptile story. We need more reptile stories. And then the British man, but he was like heavily, heavily on drugs and acid. So. Well, I think that Sheila, I think that Karen that flipped out on the plane, I think she might have been on a micro dose of mushies or something. The way she reacted. Well, maybe. Maybe. All right. So to wrap this article up, it says the launch of their Hikia metaverse further enhances Hikia's advertising digital transformation. We believe Web3 tech 
is the hot trend and introducing this new platform at Hikia Hong Kong International Airport will elevate engagement between brands and visitors to a whole new level. Absolutely. I'm yes. surprised you didn't say H Kia. H Kia. Yes, all right. A few more to wrap up on. We better get through these lickety splits. The Bank of America <laughs> is using AI and Metaverse to train new hires. This is another example where this is all pushing towards the space. Um, I think this is very cool. Although yeah. I don't know why she had to get dressed up so fancy to sit at home and do her bank training. She goes <laughs> in underpants for the win. <laughs> and look at her fancy coffee. It makes me want another coffee. I think there's one in the <laughs> fridge for me too. H. Oh, so it's a Sierra. <laughs> when you arrive at Bank of America's new employee boot camp at the New York Hilton Midtown, oh, that's why she had to get dressed up, you'll find a VR headset waiting for you. Slide it on and you'll be confronted with an angry customer frustrated over a mix-up with their account. Your oh, tasks, yeah. talk them down and make them feel heard, or you can practice keeping your cool while responding to a robbery and then unwind by relaxing on a virtual island or by setting sitting on a unicorn a unicorn eh i think if you're training to be a bank employee that's a short-term future prospect we talked about this last week that i can't tell you the last time i was in a bank if you do go in the bank and say hey can i withdraw two grand they look at you like oh sorry you're gonna have to put an order in that for because we don't have any money in the bank uh are bank robbers even a thing anymore yes uh, i don't know Actually, when was the last time you were in the bank, Zoe? In the physical branch? Yeah. Um probably about ten years ago. Wow. Um actually longer. No, yeah, about ten years ago was the last time I was physically in a branch. Actually, no, that's a lie. I had to cash a check. So that was it was Christmas. Okay. Ten years yeah. ago to this Christmas. I love it. And I- that was because you were sent an inconvenient check. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have uh, bank drive throughs So it's kind mm. of like getting fast food, but it's a bank. Like, and it's so cool. So like. We need that. Yeah. When I go get my sandwiches, they only accept cash. So it's like, okay, weirdos. And then, like sometimes we have the um, <clears throat> those 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 food markets here, and you need cash. So we, yeah, we just pull up to the drive-through, <laughs> get a, yeah, a thing of fries. With, with that. many of the banks now here, like if you go to the banks that are in the shopping malls and this, that, and the other thing, it's just a wall of ATMs, and you can deposit cash. You can do everything there. Um, yeah, it's actually speaking to somebody physically in a bank. I think the last time I. I did that was when we were trying to get a home loan. So, yes. So, what does it say here? They're using artificial intelligence, virtual reality in the metaverse as part of the immersive training program. Yeah, we've been speaking about that. That's where it's all headed. It's going to push through to a whole range of sector. I still think it's a bit weird that they have to go physically to there, but but I suppose if you don't have the headset, what do you do? You you got to be there as part of it, I guess. Yeah. These simulations act like practice reps. Well, there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be out of a job because famously there's people that get hired to to play that angry customer 
you know, or even um, EMTs. They get trained on people who are pretending they're having a heart attack. So, you know. You know what I used to do? And I'm so sorry. I find these stories. I used to go around. Um, I got paid to go to Dunkin' Donuts and and certain places and rate the customer service. Mm. And they would pay me like $40 yep. a place to do this. Yeah, what do they call those? Um, mystery shoppers. Mystery yeah. shoppers, yeah. yes. That's a good gig. Yes. It, yeah. You were able to get it online. Like people were looking for this and you had to ask certain questions. Yep. Um, you had to keep the receipt and then you had to rate your customer service. And they actually sent you money to buy exactly what they want you to buy. And you have nice. to show the receipt. And that's their way of uh, knowing that you actually used it for good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Fun little side note, because we, oh, yeah. we were talking about robberies earlier. Um, the most recent robbery was July 5th this year. Really? Yeah. In yeah. where? Houston, Texas. Oh, well, they're yeah. done. They're offering a $5,000 reward for anybody who can assist with information on who it was. And there were three robberies within 10 days. Don't they have if guns in Texas? Like, are they calling if, pew, pew, pew. if you're they're robbing a bank him, in Texas, you deserve the money. Yeah. They're, they're calling him the sticky note bandit. Oh, come on. No. Oh, come on. I've got on. a puppy and I'm going to strangle him. Yeah. Oh, no, stop. Bad. Put the money no, in the bag. Visions in my head. Yes, if, yeah, no, I, I, I would kidding. think Texas would be the last state to have a bank robbery. If there was anybody in the branch, you think they'd be packing and end that pretty quick. Yeah. The suspect entered dressed, dressed as a female and gave a threatening note. Oh, it was written on a sticky note. That's why it's called the sticky note bandit. Sticky note bandit. Yeah. Wow. It's like the old, you know, the finger in the shirt. Give me all your money. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There was another so video of this guy say? trying to what? rob a, a a place and um, nobody even reacted to him. And he's like, and he just left. <laughs> yeah, it's Sorry, like the Crocodile but... Dundee thing. What are you doing? Mate, that ain't a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, same thing. Just <laughs> totally oblivious to the the local goings on. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this is a yada yada article, but I think the general again, it's just the general baseline of where this is headed. I think that's the cool aspect. So we don't need to focus on that too much. I got uh, an eyeball smudge. Um, Sorry, go speaking ahead. Speaking <laughs> of everything moving in this direction, what is internet identity and how does it work? Internet identity is a new type of authentication for Web3. Here's what you should know about it. So, okay, so this kind of ties into Ready Play Me as your kind of your online avatar, the projection of you in the virtual spaces, you know. Do you have to be KYC to, to get that? I get what? The Ready Player Me avatar in Upland, or is that open to everybody? I'm not sure. I would yeah, hope I'm it's KY. I'm trying to I'm exit out of that ad. I'm trying yeah. to exit out of that ad on your screen. <laughs> I can't see one. <laughs> yes. Click, 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 click. 
Passwords Actually, are hard, okay? Even with mm-hmm. password managers, to generate and autofill them, they're still a pain. Oh, here we go. Look. Wait. Wait. They're still a pain to use for all daily logins in our lives. The problem is that there aren't any great alternatives. However, the Web3 techs at Definity Foundation are working on a promising alternative. It is called... Two. Uh, two. Look, Who is number two? trying to crash my device. Who is number or two? Or internet identity. For? And it could reshape ah. our online security. Oh, I, I. Yeah. Here's what we know. I, I. I, I, Captain. It's a Web3 service that allows users to create an anchor for their physical devices, allowing them to sign into compatible devices securely instead of using password protection. Internet identity uses a chip on, a modern, on modern devices to automatically generate disposable pass keys that are protected with chain key crypto- cryptography. Think of it like a new speedy way to authenticate yourself when logging into a service. It's also bound up in other Web3 concepts, like the ability to create multiple online identities for yourself, hence the name. It also hides your digital footprint, protects you from identity theft and other benefits. All is enabled under the Definity Internet Computer Blockchain Project. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't that Google Authenticator? Pretty much, um, <laughs> but, yeah, but cross-platform. And I think that's primarily the Web three or Web three integrated. Um, yeah, yeah, but this is Web three integrated. Do you want to know how many things I have on my like? Like, if you look yeah. here, it's like. I guess the point is that it just automatic automatically does it for you so if you were to jump from upland to decentraland to the bank freaking web3 portal it's just it all carries over no that's yeah but i have gala on here upland dropbox discord nintendo activision wombat i don't know so this all depends on blockchain stuff, right? Is that safe? Yes, it's based on Web3 and blockchain <laughs> tech. However, unlike other stories that reach the headlines involving blockchain boondoggles, this is, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? This is all fairly <laughs> innocuous stuff. You don't need to own a blockchain token to use internet identity. You're not paying for anything. Developers pay for the blockchain computations on their end. The process was designed to stay away from financial motivators and focus on privacy. Yeah, that's cool. But, 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 but. I don't know. It seems janky, as you would yeah. say. <laughs> like, yep, go. I think something like this would be good if it was, uh, say, a service New South Wales or, or like the place you'd go and get your license from. Um, yes. I think if it was government run and if it was based on the corporations you go and get your actual identity from, then yep. it could it could streamline so much and make life so yep. much easier for so many people. Like I just yep. got fished and so now I've got to go through every single website and platform I own and change all of my passwords again just in oh, case. Geez. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's and it's that boring bureaucracy stuff that it will have the biggest mainstream impact you're right you know whether it be driver's licenses or any kind of id sort of situation yeah absolutely passports you name it and i don't i don't know if i want 
everything to be connected. Like, let's say, for example, yeah, um, my phone, like somebody takes my phone as soon as I put it down and it didn't have a chance to lock. Yeah. Like they can have a ball with all of my stuff. So. And there's still ways to get around that as well. So, yeah, I, I guess it's a slippery slope. Like how far do you push in this direction before you get to a social credit score China situation? That's There's a fine line in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. tricky to balance. All right. Uh, blah, blah, tricky, blah, 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 blah. Is it all better than passwords? Yeah, well, passwords are not infallible. Da, 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 da. All right, we'll move That's on the from thing. that. I, I don't think anything will be infallible. And I think whatever new systems get implemented, we're going to wind up facing the new risks and challenges. Yeah. Yeah, I had um, somebody reached out, somebody tagged Cheese and I through the week in general. People were talking about treasure hunting and someone said, oh, Ben68, more Cheese put a video about this. And that person reached out to me and said in DM, you know, is this true? And I linked them to the video and the timestamp. And I said, look, this is, even if Upland does address this, there's going to be 10 more that pop up like it. There's, just, there's only so much they can do because there's yeah. some very smart people out there and if there's a way to game the system to people's advantage, they're going to do it. That's just what it is. So it doesn't yep. make it right. doesn't make it cool, but you just got to know what you're playing with. Yeah. It's the thrill of it. It's the, the thrill, thrill of the, the fight. Rising up to scam treasure hunters in Upland. Yeah. <laughs> like 21 minutes to eat my... <laughs> All right, next up. This one looks kind of interesting, Cheese. Ooh. Whoa. So you could put it on and the book is in front of you? Oh, my God. I don't know what this is about because I only grabbed the headline and I saw the picture and I thought, okay, we'll, we'll dive into this. In, I can imagine something like this paired with, you know, Google Translate or chat gpt or something where you know you're on holidays in china for example and you're walking around beijing and you take it's it's like that movie that we always talk about you know you they take the the glasses off and it's like uh no you put the glasses on or what which way and it's like buy consume and that sort of stuff Uh, you you put these on and it's going to automatically translate all the signs you know if you're in a if if you're in a um a restaurant in Italy, and you're sitting down, you're looking at the menu. Will you pop these on, and it translates to your language? I think that would be hella cool. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna play against you and say this is just for reading. Like, in if what you way go, would that enhance? Like, like you don't have to hold the book. So it's like um, I. You lay down. You put your glasses on, and you just read the book in front of you. What are those tablets called? The yeah, you, you gotta hold them. Kindle. Kindle. It's like your Kindle stuck on your eyeballs. Yeah, like you don't have to free. physically hold hands-free Kindle. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. All right, let's find out. So let's find out. Emerging tech company Soul. Oh, freaking ads! Hang on. <laughs> you look so happy. Oh, because oh, he's drinking coffee. Oh, I keep bastard. Stupid ad. Emerging tech company Soul Reader announced Thursday the launch of its first ever virtual reality glasses. The product will be dedicated to reading in the metaverse. The new glasses will carry the company's name alongside two e-ink lenses to enhance the feeling of an actual reading experience. Yeah, so you're right. 
The glasses can browse various formats of files while reading, such as EPUB files and digital book formats. Ding, ding, ding. You're on the money cheese. <laughs> What's that? Dull reader thing? glasses have <laughs> LED quality <laughs> side lighting function, blah, blah, blah. Pink ball skipping. <laughs> Whoa, oh, finger. <laughs> That's that I song. need a finger in my life. What is what? What is that pink hey, thing? Imagine this is picking up on my internet search algorithm and saying, this is what you need to buy, Ben. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those pink, like, it looks like you put it up your butt. Ball skipping. What is the words? Uh, it looks like my wish ads. Ball slapping? <laughs> I don't know. Balls, you slap your balls with those. Yes. Okay, okay, Soul okay. Reader. Back. <laughs> Soul Reader lenses also support AI and they support systems that respond quickly to the user's eye movements while reading. The glasses have oh. a sensor that automatically adjusts the level of ambient light to provide the reader with the best mood for reading. Moreover, they will give the users the ability to see everything around them. Okay, wow. so you're. Your reading is going to be projected so like clear somehow. pages. Yeah, and you still get your peripheral or whatever. So the it's like you're work. holding your Kindle, but you can still yeah. see over here and there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, rechargeable battery la that lasts for 25 hours and needs at least two hours to be fully charged. The reading glasses will cost $350 globally. That's, that's not, not bad. Outrageous. Not... Yeah. yeah I mean, but... I'd get a set. Imagine, imagine the people with disabilities. Imagine the people who have no hands, no arms. Like they could relax in their freaking bed, enjoy a great fucking book without having any worries. And they could see the world around them just to like get away, away from that paranoid where you can't see anything coming for you. I think this is amazing. Imagine yeah, well, if they doesn't... put speakers in it. Yeah, well, that's probably get, the next iteration audio books as well and yeah. maybe have like a a running image for the scenes along. yeah yeah, yeah. Read along. it doesn't mention anything about prescription options that would be uh, a significant cost to bung onto it i would imagine and they are quite chunky however you know it's emerging tech it always starts out chunky and expensive so we'd expect these to slim down at some stage it's still a lot slimmer than uh, what I remember the um, actual VR goggles being. Yeah. Like yeah. the the oh, newer yeah. generation ones that are coming out. So Absolutely. Yeah. Augmented is usually a lot more slimmer, though, than VR. Mm. So, no, it'll be exciting to see where this heads. I think ultimately we're going to end up in a space where this is all merged into one. You know, at the moment we've got, you know, you've got your VR glasses, you've got AR stuff, and then you've got these reading stuff. You know, fast forward 10 years, it's all going to be in the one the one headset. I'm reading your trending headset. now section. I actually saw a video of that Ocean Gate thing imploding. Like they used AI on it. Simulator. To, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, so the thing sad. is that, you know, I watched the thing on that and it's it happened, it would have happened so fast that, they wouldn't have had oh, even yeah. any time to process anything. It's just you're alive. Yeah, this is yeah, great. And you're dead. They said yeah, one fifth no, of a millisecond. Yeah, there's no oh shit or there's nothing like that. It's just you're it's here just and then like, you're not. And just obliterated into smush. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to, way to die, actually. 
What a way to go. That's food for I mean, plankton. You don't feel it. Yeah. Quick. I mean, not if you're a billionaire like some most of them were on, were like you want to enjoy life a little more, but if you were terminally ill, that would be a great adventure. You Am I prepared yeah. to fuck around? Don't be surprised to find out. Yes. And you get to see some pretty things on the way down too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for a time. <laughs> All right, two more to touch on. And I should have preloaded this. I'll preload that. Uh, truth. So- ah, this is hilarious. Truth Social. Do you know what Truth Social is? That's like no. the Trump's Trump's version of Twitter, basically. Oh, he okay. created his own. When he got banned from Twitter, he created his own social media platform, Truth Social, to begin paying content creators in limited edition Trump NFT trading cards. The so original it, ones that went that sold. I don't. Well, they sold out, so they. I can't imagine they do that. They just have to print more. A new limited That's, edition. <laughs> no, wasn't it? What didn't wasn't part of the scandal that Trump, the the Trump wallet retained most of the best yeah. ones for themselves. Wasn't that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. So hey, I'll hilarious. put some content on there. I want a Trump NFT. I don't like the guy, but I'm a collector. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know that there's a huge following out there for that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. In response to Twitter now paying large sums of money in ad revenue sharing to content creators, rival social media platform True Social has announced that its users will now begin receiving payments in Donald Trump NFT trading cards. Wow. This is every bit as lucrative as cash payments, said True Social CEO Devin Nunes. These trading cards feature President Trump in a blah, 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 blah. Like Trump is up there in age, you know. If, you know, I don't wish any bad on anybody even if i don't like him but let's say you know he passes these cards will pump to outrageous outrageous amounts however however i like that what is the history that we have seen with projects like this we have seen projects like nft projects that shitty green one as an example they pay their they pay their members, their content creators, in the token associated with their coin. If you're getting paid in the token, you want to turn that into pay the bills money. So Did what you do you just do? Say token. Token, yeah, token. <laughs> and what do you do? You you play the drop the floor battle. It's the race to the bottom. Uh, but that's with anything, Ben. That's a pump and exactly, dump. This yeah, is yeah. a pump and dump. Yeah. Definitely, you get this. You hold it. As soon as you hear any sort of news that makes it fly, you sell to some poor yes. sob out there. So if I was somebody that did go FOMO into the original Trump trading card thing and I read this, I'd be a bit like, hang on a minute, this is going to drop I'd, prices. I'd put alarms. Drastically. I'd put alarms yeah. on anything Trump news. Yes. All right. I don't That's think anything. it's going to be as lucrative as cash, though, because, I mean, if, if you've you got cash, you cash. can just buy one. Yeah, but they're expensive. Yes. Like they, they are like they went from whatever it costs to mint them to outrageous amounts already. Absolutely. Who, who's got a Trump accent? An impression? Oh, I can't do it. Former, uh, no, that's former more of a President Biden. Trump was quick to. 
Oh my God, Biden. <laughs> Me and Maya watched a video of him at one of those G20 summits trying to talk and he was just speaking. He was yeah, absolute yeah. gobbledygook. They really I'm like, to, hire, to hire more younger people America. for president. America. They need America nothing. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's oh. not just America. But it, we, we definitely do need... We definitely do need to hire younger people to be the president because yeah, it's just I don't know. crazy. I don't know of any other country that has a world leader that's that's an old Simon's old grandpa that right. can't even walk upstairs or talk. Former President England. Trump, the best president, was quick to sing the praises of Truth Social, the best social media news initiative. These trading cards, the best trading cards, are easily worth millions millions so much millions he wrote in the post on the platform the most beautiful did i mention that they're worth millions nft trading cards ever even maybe even of all time in the whole world all all over the place even in in the aliens they're collecting these uh and even and if i ever decide to return to twitter i might i might you don't know it's a possibility Though I'm very happy here at Truth Social, I will become the highest paid Twitter user of all time, everywhere, over anyone. DeSanctimonious, does he even know that word? Won't even be close. Oh, DeSantis! <laughs> Mega! All right, so I found someone I hate more than Trump, and that's DeSantis. <laughs> I think you nailed the mannerisms there. The accent, yeah. the, yeah. Act, the 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 accent, work on the accent, bit of that, but the mannerisms nailed it. Yes, yeah. The Thank fluffing, you. perfect. The fluffing. Yes. My face, my face hurts. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trump fans out there, please don't be mad at me. All in good fun. Yes, Truth Social's leadership reportedly hopes the platform's large contingent of loyal Trump followers will eventually turn the trading cards into a currency of its own. Oh, and I was going to do it in Biden's talk and do a lot of gobbledygook. So just to be fair to the other people. Well, if you want to read it in Biden, you just read it backwards. Yes. Yes. And what's his wife name? You just got to throw his wife name in there every now and then. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. She's And mention something about go. ice cream and you're good to go. Ice cream. I could go for yes. some ice cream. Well, we're getting all political. Apologies. At publishing ah. time, Meta's news. Oh, and then, yeah, Meta, of course, is trying to compete as well with their Threads app. I was going to try it. But then, yeah. like, it connects to your Instagram, and I don't want to touch anything that connects to my Instagram. Yes. Uh, what does it say? Meta's new working... Sorry. Yep. No, go ahead. He's also working on his own version of Twitter. Threads. Um, yeah, well, that's what this is, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> yeah, and, like, tr- she said to to gain gain access to that, it's got to be tied to your Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, um, which means it's so, linked to Facebook. And yeah, so this is, uh, the app was rumored to be preparing to offer content creators Zuckerbucks. What? Look, I'm f- in the fist again, Ben. I'm in the fist. I can see you just being there. <laughs> yeah, you're being choked. Though they can only be used to buy virtual accessories for your avatar in the metaverse. Oh, so you're going to be paid in a fake money to buy. To buy 
bling for your avatar image. So he's keeping it in-house. Wow. At least with Trump's, you have the option to sell it for, you yeah. know, to bleed that into wow. actual pay the bills money. Zuckerberg, wow, just wow. wow. Just He's wow. all about the centralization. <laughs> oh man. He just he just made probably Elon Musk go oh, thank God. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So yeah, if you're interested in some Trump NFTs and you missed out on the initial sale and you want to get some, yeah, get on a- over to True Social and see how you can become a content creator. It's it's actually a good deal for anybody with any positions on Trump. Yes. All right. And last but not least, or maybe it is least. Oh, no, I think I picked this one for you because it's a Web3 <laughs> gaming <least>. one. <laughs> Why a gaming website so horrendous? Oh, my fucking God. Are you what shitting? What a busy page. Helsinki. <laughs> what Pocketgamer.biz. All right. So take that headway. Headline away. Like, oh, I'm so squirreled. Dive yeah. into Web3 artificial intelligence and the evolution of games at Pocket Gamer Connects Helsinki. Yes. Insightful so. talks, the best kept industry secrets, and more revealed that this is September's PG. I don't know. This sounds greasy. I wonder what games it's going to touch on. Let me just go that to Grandpa size so I can yeah. actually read it. So this September 12th to 13th, our Pocket Gamer Connects B2B Games Industry Conference Series is returning to the spiritual home of mobile gaming. Get ready for another year of unforgettable expert-led sessions, unparalleled networking opportunities, and industry-led matchmaking opportunities. Helsinki is widely regarded as a cutting-edge mobile gaming production hub. Is it? I didn't know that. Well, they had Nokia there. I mean, I don't know about mobile gaming, but they had like one of the best phones of all time in mm. the early 90s there you go and due to its robust tech, tech sector favorable government initiatives and flourishing startup environment the city has become a prime destination not only for mobile pc and console gaming development but also as a key location with the industry for the emergence and growth of innovative technologies including AI, web3 and virtual reality Cool. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Showcasing early bird offer tickets are still available. Save up save up to 330 pounds. How much does the freaking ticket cost? Oh, shit. Save yes, up Yes, that's to what you're saving. Jesus. What the fuck? Yeah. I wonder if it says the prices, global trends, blah, blah, blah. Grab your tickets now. I'll Book your ticket early and save. Let me just yeah, I'll let that see. open up and see what that says. All right. So what a it says gaming. Um, the theme is going to be future tech, web three, XR and AI. Short tracks under this theme, virtual visions. Why wouldn't they leave wonders. it so that everybody has an opportunity to attend this? That's gross. Maybe it means for the creators or something. Doesn't seem like it though, does it? Like the creators are getting people coming in and networking. Like, yeah, I yeah, would want more people. It sounds like um the kind of event I'd want to go to. Yeah, uh, it's like it has lots of good stuff. Let's see. Go to the other thing and let's see how much it costs. Let's see how much that. Well, what do you guess? If you're saving three hundred and thirty, I'm saying it's going to be one thousand five hundred baseline. Uh, twenty five hundred. I reckon about a higher. grand. Agree, and so you've gone lower. All right, let's see. Registration, Helsinki, 
Select your ticket type below. Huh? Wow. How does that make sense? Oh, that's if you're an uh, indie developer. All right. Well, how about if you said Joe Blow? Publisher, 370. Early bird, standard professional ticket, 600, 600 pounds. VIP conference, 1,344. Indie expo table, 365. Student developer, 75. Oh, okay, so all right, that's a little good. bit misleading. Those are pretty good. The 75 yeah. is good. And the indie tech person. VIP, indie I mean, table. yeah, I would expect that for VIP. Yeah, professional early bird developer. Okay, so that's reasonable. Indie developer, 170. Okay, so that's a bit weird how they, they're advertising it as save 330 when yeah, that's many of the options are cheaper. Bad way to And that's in it. pounds too. So there's going to be an exchange rate for anybody who's interested. Yeah, that's, that's triple not our money, isn't it? I think the pound yep. is almost triple. Yeah, whereas uh, the USD is almost double. Double, yeah. What's on? Get involved. Okay, the big indie bone, the very big indie pitch. Yeah, it seems like a cool thing. Investor Connect. Oh, I thought it was going to actually go into what the games were that they were going to talk about, but it seems like it's just a like a full-on conference thing. So it'll yeah, be the event a whole itself. swag. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're in Helsinki or you want to go for a trip to Helsinki, it might be worth checking that one out. Link will be in the description. You can oh, when off. is it for? Because we might be... We September. might be September. September, eh? September twelfth to the thirteenth. Oh yes. All right. Cool. Maybe I'll be taking a trip to Finland then. Yeah, mobile XR PC console. We haven't seen AI our family in like three years, maybe more. Well, there you go. Definitely. Sign Two up. birds, yeah, one so stone. Might be worth diving into. All right. Well, that's um. We started off, I said, geez, I hope you've got some articles because I've got freaking nothing and I think we managed to drag out a show. Um, if you stuck around with us this long and followed us to the end, well done. Give yourself a pack on the bat. Don't forget to um, get your LFG acronym in there with some sort of giveaway that we'll work out on the back end. Might be, I don't know, maybe Cheese will do an NFT of somebody fucking a goat. Who knows? We'll I want to keep my whitelist. Oh, yes. I want to keep my oh. whitelist. Yes. But yeah, maybe I will make some sort of art in regards to the winner. Now, it would be remiss for us to bail out of here before we mention thank you very much to our extra special co-host, Zoe, for jumping in at MoFo AM Australian time. Um, thank you for having me. Is there anything you would wish to spam, promote, get out there, take it away? Uh, I am not prepared. No, not right now. <laughs> So good. So yes, Zoe does have a number of projects on the way. So we'll have links to Zoe's social medias and whatnot in the description. So if you want to tap the old Zozo on the shoulder and see what she's got going on, I don't know if it because I see my windows right now as Zoe, me, and then you're at the bottom. So I usually like try to reach over Zoe, but like she'll probably be on the bottom when we. Watch to me, you're you're over. on the bottom and Zoe's on your right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you'd be you'd be yep. poking her up the nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. That's good. all I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Go home. Thank like, you. Anything else you want to get out there, Chase, before we wrap up? 
buy my stuff in Upland Kingdoms, please. I sold I sold 78 peasants last night for like 40,000 OPEX. Sorry. Human yeah, trafficking in the metaverse. Love it. And I stole them too, so they weren't even mine. I'm not going to even tell you. You stole some peasants and sold I them. I stole them. <laughs> I have this system. I know when people are, are in a certain area, and if that property is on sale, cheese is going to buy it. Uh, yeah, you did mention that that's, that's become a whole new mechanic almost or another factor that you you can look into if you so choose that could be very lucrative yeah yeah well if, you, if you've bought like a shitty la burner property and you've been able to put an extra 40k price on top of that because it's got peasants on it that's a pretty good deal yeah it was only like four thousand above the mint price so wow nice. like so yeah. hide your kids hide your wife hide your peasants because cheese is coming out of there <laughs> <laughs> Yes, what's that famous Conan quote? Something about the limitations of your women, yeah, and children. You're taking no prisoners. We're taking all the prisoners. Yeah, I'm I'm taking people and selling. Oh my god, I'm a metaverse human trafficker. You are. (sighs) You suddenly don't look like you know how to feel about that. No, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's harsh. And I felt bad for the person I did it to, but I only do it in the top 10. So if you're in the top 10, make sure, you know, your properties are not for sale. If your properties are for sale, you're asking for me to take your troops, your peasants, your farmers, whatever it may be. Are you stealing them or are you liberating them? I'm stealing them. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm selling them to the highest bidder. So it's, it's definitely all perspective. It's all perspective. It's definitely a grease mechanic. Yes. It's a grease mechanic, definitely. I'm being greasy. I know it. <laughs> Even if you hate me, we don't we have something in common. We don't hate money or epics. So let's make a deal. <laughs> all right, should I take a sad? Get us out of here before we get ourselves cancelled. All right. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking sheep, treatment trafficking. Uh, There's some hashtags for the video. All right. Stay Stay fresh cheese bags.
Are you looking for some of that quality outdoor decor? But you got no freaking idea where to go? Oh, come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Yeah, just delete that. I'm still not ready, sorry. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Or maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We got saunas to fire you up, and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally, stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating, and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz, and we can probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Ligeti Split, and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.